they've just taken a decision literally to stop workers from coming to work because workers today were supposed to report to work as usual. Uh, Even yesterday, as we said, we were supposed to hand over a memorandum and go back to work, but ESCOM decided to close the site. Steve, NUMSA workers at Madupi have been asking for a 10,000 rand completion bonus for the work that's been done at Madupi power station already. Is this part of the original agreement or a new demand from workers? Look, there is a demand, there is original, what we say, completion bonuses. The problem we're sitting with now is that ESCOM and the contractors are busy retrenching workers. If you retrench workers and say you'll pay completion bonus at the end of the project, it's going to be problematic for us. Because by that time, if this project, if one unit has taken six years to be completed, it means to complete the whole site, it will take us about another 21 years, which means many of workers won't be existing by the time. Because they are sent to poverty now. Now, workers have decided to say, look, as we complete the unit, we need to be paid for that unit and continuously, because already now, many of the contractors, including ESCOM, um, they are retrenching or demobilizing workers and procedurally. Is, is that, is that is, and Steve, is that not because perhaps uh, the, the financial position that ESCOM finds itself in? Do, do you think they can afford to pay workers this completion bonus when ESCOM itself is facing a 200 billion rand cash flow gap? But we, we must always balance between ESCOM and the interest of the nation and individual or workers' interest. Because it's the same that we're going to have thousands and thousands of workers going to starve because ESCOM of ESCOM problems. Now, the question is who you balance. Are we going to let about 21,000 go, workers go and starve? If you turn by five, it's many families that are going to starve. And in the process of what the, the government is doing, which is a bailout to ESCOM, where its workers can't think that the generation of power it's only happening by machines only there are people involved and those people are the same as machines they are the same as the communities they must be serviced they must be given what is rightful for them mm-hmm. because you can't then say you 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 talk about uh, community you talk about bailout for escom in that bailout i haven't seen any manager losing his or her benefits Steve- all these workers are the first one how many workers are actually involved in this action and, and could be locked out again today? Because you quoted a figure now saying 21,000 workers. There are reports that say it's more like 14,000 workers. So how did you, get, side, how did you get to 21,000? The site employs plus or minus 21,000 workers. And if the site is shut, those, that's the number you talk about. Uh, except if ESCOM will come and say they are less because we, we are aware that ESCOM has not registered as contractors. The site itself operates by plus or minus 20,000, 21,000 employees. And if the site is closed, that's the number we're talking about. Uh, ESCOM will come and tell us and say what is less, where is the 6,000 working, unless those are sub workers that they're they are putting somewhere, Steve, as we said yesterday. Is this shaping up for a full-blown strike? I mean, is this what's on the cards right now? Look, the problem is that ESCOM it's heading for a war because you can't then lock out workers when workers uh, wanted to march for one one day one uh, thing then it means that what we're provoking workers to go on the full blown strike because there's now two things one it was the the, the, the march for yesterday 
presenting their demands. You lock them out and procedural. And they're going to demand their lockout pay. And what it means, then, you're putting more and more problems. As you can see, ESCOM, there's no leadership in ESCOM. People are doing as they wish. And we don't know who, who decided to give this instruction that workers must be locked out. Well, we're going to talk to ESCOM shortly, but before we let you go, Steve, yesterday it was reported that ESCOM's board was actually voting on whether to keep its chairman, Zola Tsotsi, in a vote of no confidence. I mean, do, do you know if that happened, and are you aware of the outcome as the union? We have not been informed by the outcome, but I must say we were also worried about the reckless, uh, the way uh, the chairman acted recklessly. We can't allow a situation where the chairman has been there for plus or minus six, eight years. And ESCOM has been doing badly under his leadership. We've got people who have just been there for four months or six months or so, and he decided to uh, to, to point the finger at them. Why he doesn't point the finger or the body says point the fingers on them when ESCOM was performing so badly in the last five years or, years, or in the last two years? But managed to give people a golden handshake. Mm-hmm. They managed to give the, the previous uh, thing bonuses for all the years. And now they come. A person that hasn't even started his work, we suspect that he's been suspended because he told the truth. He's saying the truth to say this is the reason why they will got blackout. The people who were being spin doctors have been paid bonuses, and others were given handshakes, and they left. Mm-hmm. And now people who just, who just started. So we suspect that the recklessness of this chairperson, which is getting kept. I can't understand. In yesterday interview, I was listening to the president who says uh, the board chairperson must decide. How is the person who's also involved in this problems must decide on other people's future? He must be part of, and he was the first one to take responsibility.